You're listening to Mission Control. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Mission Control. Today we'll be speaking with Lilt. Uh, more specifically, Brett and Louise from Lilt. They'll be playing the upcoming Disconnect Festival on the 13th of December. I do believe that's the Sunday. They'll be on at the Darling View Amphitheatre, which will be happening from 2 o'clock if you want to catch Lilt. Plenty of other bands. For more information, go to disconnectfestival.com.au for ticket sales, blah blah blah. This is a new track from Lilt. It's called Capture. Brett and Louise, thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having us. <laughs> no worries. Uh, how was the drive down? Yeah, it was great. Uh, we ran into some uh, trouble on Orong Road, but that was uh, to be expected at this time in the evening. Yeah, no. I think uh, once it hits four o'clock, it's just insane driving anywhere down south. I also ran into some issues with uh, Nicholson Road when I thought I would uh, pull into the right lane, but then uh, I had to get back in the left lane, and there was like everybody was in the left lane. Yeah. <laughs> a little crazy not a very good navigator that's you tried (laughs) (laughs) um yeah awesome um so so cool to have you guys here um i think the last time i saw you was at wham the wham block party yeah yeah did you guys uh, enjoy that show it's fantastic yeah uh it's always good to be part of the wham uh conglomerate because uh, everyone's um it's kind of like one big happy family i feel yeah it's like you kind of know what everyone's been up to it's just really good to catch up and Mm -hmm. play some shows with everyone and just uh, have that chat and uh, even not even with the bands but like the people that rock up to those kind of shows are like a real special kind of person I think to catch original Perth mm. bands and yeah yeah and they, they they've been gro- like I saw I think they put out an article about how it's grown over the years and uh, now they yeah they're, the block party is just one of the most popular things now yeah it's yeah been, it's it was really well organized and just really good vibe really enjoyed that gig yeah, yeah. massive credit to to Wham and the team Greg Sanders I don't think he's been on for two years now but um yeah yeah I was having a chat with him after the show and just you know super super proud of him and his achievements and uh, you know everyone that's been involved because it's uh yeah it's getting there it's it's nearly the biggest thing ever yeah no he's he's great um he hooked up like the projector and everything i think that's becoming like a new thing for for events now like i never used to see that even in venues like usually like you'd have to bring your own projector but a lot of them are getting in-house projectors now yeah right i saw really you cool. guys used it and we're like how do we how do we get that we were like oh we didn't know we could have the projector <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't <laughs> I'm like what no you, you could have totally used it yeah it's just yeah a matter of plugging in yeah another computer and have someone uh twiddle around with the visuals i guess yeah. you, you've we done that to, before we yeah used to have a vj um but yeah it was just sort of a bit hard to organize with the projector because yeah not all the clubs have them and bringing your own was just like yeah yeah. Then you got to worry about the screen. Is it big enough? Oh yeah, the screens and stuff. The screen's the worst part. If you got the backdrop, you know, big white backdrop, then you're all good. But yeah, bringing in those dodgy little screens that you know you had in high school, and the teacher yeah. would you know put up the math quiz. Yeah, like a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. It'd be a little bit wonky. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Greg knew his stuff, man. He got a, a short throw projector, so because you know. 
the projected the size of the image is determined by the distance, obviously, from the screen. Do you but, guys uh, use a VJ or is it pre-recorded? Um, we pre-record our stuff, but we do need someone to kind of trigger it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been a mixture of people. Okay. From yeah, so whoever we can get really. No, they're really it. really nice, simple, and pretty. I thought. Yeah, really, yeah. Really suited your sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's like a core part of our live show yeah. for Fate. I think is is having stuff to look at, oh, seeing as we don't really have a, a singer or anything <laughs> to, yeah. to 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 yeah to be at the forefront of the band. Well, yeah. I know I was in awe. I was just standing there with my mouth open, just wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you, you work for, for Jump Climb as well? No, not for Jump Climb. I work no? for the event agency, but we do a lot of things with Jump Climb. Yeah, um, so you work with, with them with quite the, yeah, a lot. Sort of yeah, 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 cool. they, they might subcontract me to do uh, fun things like approvals and operations for their, all their cool events. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like... Uh, the guy that tells them whether or not they can do the fun things that they want to do, which is not always fun for me, but <laughs> but we get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you worked on the Beaufort Street first, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. really good. I brought my folks along. Did you? They had a good time. How'd they go with the heat? Because uh, I struggled. Uh, we went through it at about four o'clock, so it wasn't oh, too bad. it was bad. probably a good time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, just when the sun was kind of cooling down. Um, but we hung out at the Ellington stage for most of it. Yeah, really cool. Oh, yeah, that was a really good vibe down there. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone super good vibe. Yeah. Super chilled, dancing, and yeah. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, drank a lot of beers, ate a lot of food. Yeah, yeah well, it was great. Unfortunately, I didn't have any beers until uh, 3.30 in the morning, because yeah. uh, that's when I finished work. <laughs> but uh, I had credit to Louise, too, for getting her uh, hands dirty. She did the bump out with us. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Volunteer, too. I wasn't didn't even paid. get paid. <laughs> oh, no. wow. Just out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah, yeah. 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 For the better, the better of Perth, yeah. 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 Perth for the greater yeah. good. Yeah, the greater good. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, that yeah, both it's it's one of the festivals I look forward to like every year. It just has a good vibe. You know, there's a big mixture of people that go to those things. So I think last year we um, we just sort of hit this um, this point where it was, we had so many people there. And, you know, 27 degrees and it was just like perfect weather, so everybody came. But um, yeah. this year being you know 30 38 degrees, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a lot quieter up until that five six o'clock mark. But the response from the public was just it was like probably the best one they've ever been to because yeah. they were able to get a drink they were able to get into the bar they were able to see the bands and it was just good good sweaty vibes yeah yeah I think that's that's the one thing that kind of puts me off festivals in general is the fact that you have to queue for yeah. every single thing yeah well I think um, yeah. the best big day out I ever went to was that last one at Junilap uh, Arena oh yeah that was, was quite, so great yeah <laughs> And we even did the, the, one the cheap tickets after six or whatever because we still managed to catch Arcade Fire and yeah, um, you know all the headliners, mm-hmm. and, and there was no one there. It's it yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a drink straight to the front of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the best when you yeah you can actually move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think those days are kind of done where those um those you know tw- you know twenty to thirty thousand people festivals. I, think oh, I was just, just reading about Stereosonic. Um, I saw an article and it was like, oh, check out the Stereosonic uh, Facebook page. And it was just because they blocked people from going into certain stages. So right. the stage that Diplo and Skrillex and oh, all yeah. on. Uh, people couldn't even get into. They couldn't get in because yeah. there were so many people there. Wow! Okay. Well, just, um, it yeah. sounded like a bit, of, a bit of a fuck around, and lots of people were pretty disappointed. Yeah, uh, it's happened. It's happened before, but like, yeah, just putting um, putting acts on smaller stages, but the capacity is only you know. Actually, couple, I went to a thousand. Future Music once where um, we tried to get mm. to one of the stages, and, we, and it was the main stage, and we couldn't even get over the hill. Mm. So it wasn't even like you could watch them from a distance. It was yeah. just you just didn't get to see. Yeah, them. you could just kind of hear it, mm. and that's it. Oh, not even <laughs> like you know at that um, June 
Purina is like the way they have it, it's on the two different ovals. So yeah. You mm-hmm. can't actually, if you're not on the oval, you can't. can't yeah. See, you can't see him. So I think yeah, it's a yeah. bit the same at Claremont. Yeah, well, like those. They um, had them in the shed or something. The shed, yeah, where mm. they usually have like the um, you know the royal show. You got your, your sheep competition. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> who's got the the wooliest mane? The, she- the sheep shearing competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's the shed. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Didn't didn't someone die? Oh, in Sydney, Sydney yeah. In shit. Sydney, yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. What was what was the cause? Was it drug related? Yeah, drug related. Mm. Well, I was reading an article and um, yeah, it was over 120 drug related illnesses. Yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, something like um, I don't know, it's like 45 arrests. Yeah, it's just crazy. Mm. So. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I have a theory that you know, uh, uh, mm. sniffer dogs and stuff actually pressure people to, yeah, to, to no, kind of no, take more, more I, rash behavior you know? i agree I with that wholeheartedly but, um I, I, I don't think the presence of police necessarily is conducive to mm. less illegal behavior i don't think that's the well, case that's a pretty yeah. good article written by paul Rats yeah about, i was just about um, to, yeah bring that up just about maybe instead of looking at drug prevention maybe we should be looking at a way to the drug support yeah mm. no, <laughs> not support but <laughs> support well, the like drugs. just to make it if people because people are just they are if they're going to take them they're going to take them yeah no i mean what, like you yeah, we should be looking at a way to help them just be safer about it exactly yeah, sure. i think if, if you educate people and provide adequate testing then that will actually be pinpointing the whole idea of safety mm. as opposed to, oh, we're just going to start nailing people and arresting people and putting that pressure on. I don't think that actually helps at all. So. I remember, yeah, friends of mine uh, you know, dropping three or four pills at a train station because the sniffer dogs are there. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. In no way is that you know, safe. Yeah. Double drop maybe, but not three <laughs> or four, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, like, you know, if you th- there's been some, uh, like, research done over, like, in Europe and Canada, when you provide adequate testing, you're actually, you know, giving people that responsibility mm. and that option to be like, well, if I'm going to take it, then at least I can have the peace of mind that it, it's safer or what yeah. I'm taking is, is legitimately what I think it is as opposed to something that's, you know, dodgy and cut with rat poison or something. But <laughs> well, I didn't even want to think about it. Uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> Just stick to weed. <laughs> that's the easiest thing. That's, that's safe, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've only been in Lilt for, yeah. like, not very long. Uh, I, f- I forget. Was it September? Uh, this year? Uh, yeah, August. Uh, August, yeah, September. I can't remember. It all happened pretty quickly. It was like, uh, cool, we got the, the Meg Mac supports, um, mm-hmm. the two in Perth, and then... You uh, flew over for the, the Yeah, we East had Coast one in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, cool. uh, just the one at the Metro Theatre. How was the Metro Theatre? That would have been fucking awesome. Oh, it was pretty insane. Yeah. Definitely best gig to date. What's the capacity there? About 1,200. Yeah, cool. Nice. So that was on my bucket list. And when the opportunity <laughs> came up to be with Lewis and, you know, and play at the Metro, I was like, yes, I want to play at the Metro. <laughs> what yeah. do I need to do? <laughs> and then, uh, since then, I've become a fan of Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> So were you originally just kind of filling in, or did you did you hop straight on board with? Yeah, because uh, because I've worked with Jump Climb, um, the opportunity came up, and Aaron Rudder, our manager, mm-hmm. just kind of said, "Oh, I need to find a drummer." And he was looking at me blankly, and he's kind of just clicked, and he's like, "You're a drummer." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you know, Rainy Day Women just split up like today, so you know, I'm available." Ah, oh, they split up. Yeah, Rainy Day Women's. Uh, yeah, that's done. Cheers. Okay. But uh, that's fine. Um, I know Dylan's still writing stuff with uh, Carmen, so there'll still be more things to come from those guys. Mm-hmm. So, so you have like two other 
Yeah. You got Matt, obviously. Yeah. Just, just the three just, of us. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. But you used to have like another two people live. Uh, yeah, yeah. There used to be four of us. Yeah. Um, Chani's gone off to get married. Okay. And be a responsible adult. Yeah. I think he's got a he's got a job as a teacher. He's um, ticking all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. I saw you guys at the bakery once. And yeah. you had, like, the pr- projection mapping. Was that, like... I think that was for a pile rat scale, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we weren't actually doing the projection mapping there. Yeah, so I think it was they, all set up for, for, yeah, the, the, for the show. the pile rats organised that. Yeah, but um, I yeah, think that was... that would have been one of the last gigs with, with those guys. Yeah, that was with the, with the full four mm-hmm. piece, right? And yeah. I don't, yeah, you weren't in the, the band no. at that it's time. Just, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a lot easier for us to tour with three people. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the reasons for the Sydney show. We actually didn't really afford to take the four of us over there. It's a lot of money, hey? Um, yeah. So, yeah. And equipment-wise and everything, it's just been it's been quite nice, actually, downsizing. Yeah, okay. Have you had to kind of, I guess, ex- put stuff on, like, tracks and stuff? to, uh, to really, The fact that you don't have two members now? We... Um, well, Chani, the guy that left, he used to do... He used to play the guitar and some mm-hmm. of the key parts and that... Um, but I'm actually a classically trained guitar. I just haven't played for a while. And when we started, I was actually quite shy and uh, didn't like doing too many things on stage. Yeah. So we got Chani in to, to help us out. Um, but I think I'm a little bit more comfortable now. And mm-hmm. um, I don't mind feeling my way around the other parts in the tracks. And yeah, so yeah, actually, cool. you, you most still of play it guitar. is still live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you play guitar live and all that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah I do now, tracks, yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. And yeah, I, I guess you've taken over the role of the drums, so the drums, there's yeah, a lot right. of uh, like SPD stuff. Yeah, we've got the, SP, the SPD, uh, <laughs> which is all very new to me. I've never played one of those before. Coming from uh, just pop and rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just then, smashing uh, cymbals and snare and kick. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm looking at like, um, was it nine black <laughs> spots? Thinking, yeah. Shit, what, what's on each of those? <laughs> and, no, we used to have a, a V kit. It was totally electronic. Totally like Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And then when Brett joined, he was like, nah, I'm not playing that. <laughs> yeah, hybrid kits are, are awesome. Man. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, little, you do bit it. Bo- yeah, little bit of both. Yeah, um, I watched, I watched, I've seen your setup, and you got your SPD over on the left hand side there. Mine sits up where the the rack tom goes, yeah. and that's way more ergonomic. I, yeah. I do it the stupid way, where yeah. I have to turn my back every time to, yeah. to hit something. But <laughs> I think I asked you about it, and you're like, I just like things to be a little weird sometimes. <laughs> I think that's your response for it. I think it, it kind of makes me like if if I have to turn to hit something, I'm going to mean it. Yeah, you know what I mean, as opposed to having everything really like comfortably set up yeah I tend to forget a lot of shit but that's just me that's just me so yeah you know, even chatting with uh, Peter Forgus from Meg Mac uh, he, he was using the same setup as, as what I've got you can get the, the kick trigger on and then like the SPD and it, it's kind of like you just gotta move with the times if you want to be involved in mm. the industry if, as a drummer then you're just gonna have to yeah. know, keep adapting exactly yeah yeah. She's, uh, yeah so I guess what I've had to do but it's been you know challenging and awesome at the same time yeah, really it took him a while it. to get there but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I only had three rehearsals <laughs> so, yeah you can play in the Meg Mac show on Friday <laughs> that's the best man I I, I, I thrive off like pressure yeah. like that I think it, it kicks my ass into gear because I'm very easily like I procrastinate really easily yeah <laughs> and um, I'm not I'm not that keen on change sometimes but so I'll just chill yeah sometimes when you have that show or that tour it's like okay fuck it I'm just gonna have to pull my socks up mm. and I think that's a really good thing yeah and uh, Matt who we haven't spoken a lot about but he's he's a bit of a he's pretty particular about what he what he wants and how things should sound and, yeah um, cool which is you know fantastic 
and uh, just having that pressure from him as well, you know, really forced me to you know sit down and nut everything out because mm. I'd kind of usually go, okay, I'll just play it like this and we'll work it out later. Yeah, but I didn't really have that option with Matt, which was uh, which was good <laughs> or the <laughs> good challenge. Now, we've, we've played the song so many times, like, and I forget in rehearsals. We just I just play them through and sing whatever I want to sing, and, and at the end, Matt's just like, oh, you know, you you missed that one hit. The, you know, yeah. in, in three bars into the track, you miss that one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I fucked it. Okay, got it. I won't miss that one again. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, Lou, you're, you're rushing the vocals. you got to sit back on the vocals. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's really, he's the artistic director of the band. Like, he's, yeah. he's the conductor. He's awesome. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, awesome. Oh, he's very attentive. Vision. Yeah, knows exactly what's going on. Notices all the things that are missing. Yeah, we haven't had too much... Um, feedback from him in the last couple of gigs which has been which obviously means we're doing a good job <laughs> so, either he's given up on us or yeah, we're, we're starting to kill yeah, it yeah. So. or he's like oh well it's, they're too far gone now yeah. fuck it yeah. <laughs> how was the um, the Meg Mac tour by the way yeah it was fantastic we only did the Sydney show um Sorry, oh, the part of the tour, but we did. Uh, sorry, the two West Coast shows as well. Yeah, um, you've had some good supports. You've had like Flume, you've got Montaigne, and all, all those. Yeah, you yeah, played. We have. That's yeah. all thanks to Aaron and Jump Climb. Yeah, that's really cool. Working hard for mm. no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty uh, thankless job. Hey, yeah, when you're managing manager. bands, yeah, yeah, you gotta love it. And he, he does love it, and it's, you know. That's where I kind of learned to love it before I was in the band because he was so passionate and he was always, you know, showing me tracks and mm-hmm. going, you got to check this out. This is what's happening. And he does a lot of good work for, for heaps of shit, man. Like Roto Fest, he, yeah. Yeah. All, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, him and Fletch do all the bookings for that one and I think Jump Climber, yeah, doing, doing really well at the moment. Mm, yeah. yeah. Starting to really... Uh, get a foothold in the industry the local industry and starting to do really great things for Perth yeah and uh, cool. you know I've spoken to them about you know whether or not they want to take things over east and there's just uh, nah, nah, this we, we only give a shit about what's going on here in town so that's cool I really respect that yeah, yeah I yeah. just really want to make Perth great yeah, I mean, well, someone's got to do it, right? Yeah. We can't all leave and go to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where are you going again? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm thinking about going over somewhere. Well, yeah. well, we, we got to Sydney, and within 30 minutes of being in Sydney, we were like, oh, we should move over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've only been here for like three hours. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hung out at the airport. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should move here. We went to one pub. We were sold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! They got three dollar eighty schooners. We're done. <laughs> We're yeah, moving. but it, even over there, they, they they've been fighting a lot with the the lockout laws and just bizarre laws. That, yeah, that are kicking people out into the streets and and then Perth, you know, gets um. The, the license extended to 12 o'clock on a Sunday because, mm. yeah, we don't give a shit. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing I was going to ask you, Brett, was, um, uh, well, th- there's been a lot of talk about the the fact that quite a few venues have closed in Perth. But from your perspective, like, has it been really detrimental or has it kind of been hyped up that that whole, you know, the sky is falling, we've lost four venues, blah, blah, blah? I think we all really shit ourselves when, um, when the bakery went down. Yeah, definitely. I think that was a... That was a big one because you know I'd I'd played a lot of shows there. It'd been a part of my you know history. I'm sure you know Louise and Luke mm. played several shows there as well. Yeah, and I was working at Deville's uh, prior to that as well. So then when that one was closing down, I was like shit too. Very important venues to me are going down. Yeah, but at the same time we had Jack Rabbits pop up, mm-hmm. which has been great. Like they've, yeah. they've they've got some awesome touring bands coming through there. Yeah. And then um, Jimmy's Den as well popped up, you mm-hmm. know, which would come through at the right time. And mm-hmm. I've been lucky to play a few shows there. And, you know, they've been really supportive of us as well. Yeah. 
I think there, there was a bit of a scare about fly the flyby nightclub, but then that that kind of stayed. Yeah, well, eventually. Uh, but I haven't really heard any actual gigs happening there. No, not yet. I know. Yeah. I know it's still in the works because Sunset Events um, got a hold of that one. Yeah, the old drill hall. Yeah. Oh, but sorry. It, not fly, yeah, so they got a hold of the drill hall, and then flyby moved to the town hall, which is on uh, High Street. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I haven't actually been to many or oh, any shows there besides mm. um, doing some stuff for Rain Day Women, just mm-hmm. a bit of mucking around. But you know, we, we've also got like the Boston and yeah. places like that. There's a real to go to. Yeah, yeah. I've been Have been, you been there? Uh, no, I haven't been. I'm going to go Friday, I think. Who's playing? Um, I think the uh, Hyla, my friend's band. Oh yeah, Hyla cool. and. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> is it, yeah. Is it highlight. That's what it matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, I feel like we we kind of gained a couple of venues in yeah. that period, as well as lost a few really iconic venues. Yeah, well, I think yeah, you're right. We lost the iconic venues, the really iconic ones. But mm. um, I think you know people went, holy shit, we need to do something about this. Yeah, and um, the, you know their response by getting these venues up and running, quick smart was um was awesome. Like I don't feel like there was any real well. Do you, mm. But do you think that there's been a bit of a drop in? Like people that would have come over from, because I mean, neither of those Jackrabbits or Jimmy's are as big a capacity as the bakery. And I mean, to make mm. it worthwhile for mm. the Eastern States bands to get here, I mean, it does cost a lot. Yeah, like, it does. I, and I think the the real the real cool thing about the bakery was it it kind of um, it had different stuff. Yeah. Like it, it was a little left of center. You could have you know. An, an art exhibition or yeah. you could sell clothes or they had these really yeah interesting mix of um, different there's uh, been a few bands lately that like especially when um, was it Falls Festival that was on recently oh when no non- Splendor Splendor, what non- Splendor um, <laughs> most of the bands that I would have gone like mm. they didn't do any shows over here any side shows yeah, yeah. because there's there, yeah we're kind of lacking no, 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 no it's always been a thing but most <laughs> years they get a couple of bands over here but I didn't see any of them heading over well, yeah, I guess you've lost two, two venues that have been between like four and six hundred capacity yeah, yeah. It, it filled that mid-level sort yeah. of space I think like, Jack know, Rabbits is 400 like and Jimmy's is 300 or is it 200 Jimmy's is only around 200, maybe 220. Mm. I mean, Jimmy's uh, is awesome for an intimate gig. Mm, yeah. I saw a gang of views there, and I think that was one of my highlights from the year. Yeah, it's, they're a great It's band, really yeah. cool. Mm. Um, yeah, um, uh, Jack Rabbit's, though, I mean, that's essentially the old Black Betty's, but it's it still has the... I never disliked Black Betty's. No. Yeah. Well, I, I've spent uh, yeah many a night there. I remember when you could smoke five meters away from the bar inside there. Yeah, I, I was I was hanging around during those yeah, middle we were days. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were there together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were probably friends then. And we just forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could like be upstairs like in that cage and smoke durries. It was yeah. like yeah. I mean, not that smoking is great, but it was just the, no, the, the good old times, you know. Where well, I was only um, I was only eighteen, and I'd come home stinking of cigarettes. My mother would be like, "Have you been smoking?" And I was like, "No, no, no." I was just was that just Black Betty's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone smokes inside there. It was a know. perfect excuse. He's yeah. like, I'm hanging around other people with a smoking. I remember like, hanging out with the guys from Carnival and the meaning of and yeah. just thinking like, wow, this place is cool. It was yeah. kind of like that is the, going the LA like strip, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Rainbow Club or whatever. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was the equivalent yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. for hanging out with my idols. Yeah. Wow, that's going back, the meaning of. Yeah. Shit. I didn't know you... Um, see, I, I know that I know you from ages ago, but I can't fucking... I just can't remember. I know that you, you went to TAFE. And yeah, I remember seeing you at TAFE, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all coming back slowly. I just have a shit memory. Yeah. The other thing with the, the venue issue is there's all these great people in town like Bar Pop 
and jump climb and that. They're putting on these gigs, like, you know, uh, you can go to the Urban Orchard mm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the whole of summer and, and catch uh, bands from over east. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that's like a thousand person capacity or yeah, something. Yeah, I think they got it to about 1300. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I saw the Preachers played at the Art Gallery. Uh, there's stuff going on everywhere if you're looking for it. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I I don't think there's a, a shortage by any means mm. of, of stuff to see. Like my my going out uh, nights haven't necessarily decreased since the closure of those venues. I think mm. there's still shitloads of stuff to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but definitely the Urban Orchard was a uh, is a really cool. Thing. You you guys played there, right? Yeah, yeah well, we played there on Saturday night um, supporting Panama. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but you know you got. Jay and Roundy from you know Ape who put on they put on all the audio there so it's a serious mm-hmm. rig like it's, it sounds really fucking good yeah and then you've got um you know a bunch of guys who are putting in a serious set of you know lighting rig as well mm. so the show just looks awesome we're looking at the photos today and it looks really cool yeah yeah I think the only issue we did have was maybe too much smoke on the stage at one stage <laughs> can never um, have too much smoke <laughs> well I lost my drum kit I was like <laughs> where the hell did it go <laughs> you can see what you were hitting yeah yeah. yeah, that's hard enough for me with this new SPD. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. even know if I'm hitting the right ones anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You've got like a three inch buffer to, yeah. hit, to hit the right square or you fuck. You got a light that comes on when you hit it, and then it slowly fades away, and you gotta get to remember where that light is yeah. <laughs> as it disappears into the smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like French festivals coming up as well. Like Art Rage put on a lot of good shit, so like. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm. If I do move it, I'm gonna miss that that whole thing. Like, um, oh, summer in Perth is so good. Oh, it is. Know, it's the best period. Yeah, yeah. The whole fringe and uh, Perth International Arts Festival season. Uh, you know what Bar Pop are doing right now is just extending that that season by a month by starting it at the start of uh, December instead of waiting till you know mid January. Okay, so like, yeah. it's pretty much already begun. Mm. So you know, I know where I'll be for the next uh, you know four or five Fridays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then followed by you know the Fringe Festival. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love I love just, March. just I love just going to Pika with no real plan, and then you just end up seeing people, and then yeah. by the time you know it, you're pretty sourced and watching a band. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, yeah, that's why we keep. Well, that's why I live in Northbridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you're not one of those people that complain about the noise, eh? Oh no. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah, shit. I mean, like, the, the Fringe have, have gotten quite a few complaints. Yeah. About, like, and it's like, really? Really? like Well, the Fringe received live, a lot of complaints. You live in Northbridge. What else do you think is going to happen? Like, I received most of the complaints from the backpackers. Mm. It's like, you come away to Perth, like, be a part of the Perth culture. Yeah. Don't complain that you, your bunk bed's rattling. And it's yeah. Not, it's not your Swedish mate down below bonking <laughs> <laughs> someone else. <laughs> See, I'd be happy that, yeah. that, that, that shit... That there was stuff to go to. Oh man, and like, it's way better than being quiet. Much like those those fringe bars, don't cost you anything to get in there. You mm. just got to pay for your beer. Yeah, I remember some complaints from some German girls though. They didn't quite like the little creatures. They said uh, your beer tastes like fruit. <laughs> you know, too fruity for them. Too you know, fruity. It wasn't real beer. Didn't put hair on the. Is that chest. how German girls talk? Oh, I, I, I totally, I, I totally your fucked beer it. Beer tastes like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, but I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> German's not my specialty. I'm, I'm better at other accents. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Swedish? Maybe maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, to say yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. So you guys are going to focus on writing for the next couple of months? Yeah. Uh, you, so you're putting a hold on, on some gigs over the summer, or you're going to devote the next couple of months to, to writing? I think we're going to have to put a hold on. We've got, the last one we've got is Disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, a pretty good one to end on. Matt and yeah. I are moving in together. Cool. 
Um, the plan is to cut back on our day jobs and cool. uh, spend a bit more time riding. Yep. Um, Don't kill each other, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be the Are like, you worried about that? <laughs> Got to keep them separated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been turning down a few gigs over the summer. Cool. just want to get a few more things happening. So how, how many official releases do you guys have? Boo. At the moment, you've got an EP back in 2012. Yeah, we did one EP, and mm-hmm. then I think a couple of tracks last year, and then two this year. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. It takes us a long time to. Well, they're, they're quality tracks, so you know. Yeah. And yeah, Matt's a per- perfectionist to say the least. Um, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I don't think there's any point in putting anything out if you're not 100 percent happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does take us a, a bit of time to get stuff done. Hopefully, moving in together will get things we'll happening a bit faster. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Do you do you do a lot of the stuff kind of just DIY, or do you, do you um, hire a studio? Or oh no, it's all it's, it's all, all Matt. Yeah, yeah. I cool. kind of like will write the skeleton of a track, and I don't really know how to use computers, so yeah, handball it to him, and I'm like, make it good. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a bit of back and forth. Um, uh, you know, he'll be like, that verse is crap. Yeah, cool. Like, rewrite yeah. that. Well, you need um, someone like that to just be like, there, just no bullshit. And then know. he'll do something like, put it in a key that I can't sing in. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, this is this is much better for the bass. Yeah. And be like, yeah, but yeah. this is not good for me. <laughs> um, what, did that happen with a, a, a track d- recently? What do you mean? Do I, I sound bad on that track? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to work towards, like, another EP or just a couple of singles? Oh, do, wait, do, do you even we, think about, like, how to structure or do you just kind of work, no, like, all the time, song um, by song? I mean, recently I've been listening to a lot of bands and been trying to listen to, like, entire albums and, um, you know, see it as a whole piece of work rather than... Because I think people just, you know, in the modern music industry, the way that music gets consumed so quickly, mm. people just want the singles, they just want... Yeah. People yeah. just listen to one track off an album and they don't bother with the rest of it. And it's like, oh, these people have spent so much time creating this entire body yeah. of work. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them are supposed to be just that. Like, it is one piece of work and you can't really yeah. just take yeah. one track out of it. And I mean, some of them are, but, mm. you know, a collection of small works, I guess. But um, no, yeah, you're I would right. really, yeah. really like to be able to do, like, you know, an EP or an album that makes sense as a whole. Yeah, you have to kind of hear the songs in context yep. with each other as yep. opposed to, you know, just one single. I think it'd be single. a really good experience to, mm-hmm. to try and do. I think it'd be really hard, but, mm. but yeah. it'd be awesome. I don't think I've listened to, like, a full album in fucking ages. We were talking about it the other day because <laughs> they were like, who the fuck buys CDs anymore? And I was like, <laughs> I actually buy CDs all the time. I always yeah. go to JV Hi-Fi and, yeah. flick, and through flick through them. Yeah, flick through them. Think through indie. <laughs> what did I buy recently? I bought Wolf Alice and Alabama um, Alabama Shake. Nice. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. Like. Yeah. My my. Yeah, all I have is like Spotify at the moment. Yeah. I'm, that, so. I, I'm one of those culprits. Like I'll have one track from a band. I was just. I. I. <laughs> the past few years, that's all I've done. It's just yeah. only recently that I've just gotten back into albums. Gone back yeah. to try and listen to whole albums, and I've mm-hmm. also been trying to not listen to really anything that sounds like us. Um, you know, 
trying to listen to a bit more rock and take influences from from yeah. other places. Cause Just get out of your, your your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, with stuff. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. But mm. I think it was actually Gang of Views that triggered that because I just went to that because Aaron and that were going, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll pop you on the door." And I got there, and I was like, "Oh, this! I forgot what it felt like to go to a mm-hmm. a gig." And well, those guys are fucking really energetic as well. Yeah, because all I've been doing around. was going to electronic gigs, and you know, went to this you know see this pop rock band, and mm. I was like, oh, just yeah. It's yeah. completely different feeling. It was great. So, yeah, I think uh, I I do kind of miss that, and I think that's going to be like a a treasure of you know these sort, sorts of days is like seeing a band that just doesn't have anything electronic. Mm-hmm. It's just like guitar, mm-hmm. drums, and a singer, and then that sort of it. Yeah, I think I don't know, but um, yeah, there's something cool to be said about that. But yeah, the the whole thing is changing, like. And I think electronic stuff is inevitable, I guess. But um, there's something cool about just seeing a rock band just go out there and... sell what is it? The meat and potatoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> Gus used to say that all the time. That's where I got it. Yeah, shit. Big Gus, shout out yeah, to yeah. Gus uh, Warburton. We haven't forgot you, man. Yeah, gee, yeah, he used to say that phrase. And I was like, that's just a perfect way to say it. Oh, shit, Meat I can't believe that's where I got it. I definitely yeah. got it from Gus. Yeah. We actually ran into Gus. Um, we got back from Sydney. Yeah. And uh, we're at the airport. And I was like, shit, there's Gus. So I went over to say g'day. <laughs> and Gus is like, yeah, I'm just picking up this couple of DJs. I can't remember who the DJs were. Uh, English or American or something weird <laughs> and they were like yeah come down to the show tonight we're playing in Metro City and Louise and I were like yeah sure okay we'll check it out yeah. so what time are you on and they're like oh about quarter to one I'm like shit it's pretty late <laughs> but uh, we went down there anyway and uh, Perth suffered from a bit of rain that night and you know they put us on the door we got down there it was all cool uh, got into the venue and there was like nobody there it was it was pretty dire yeah. and they ended up shifting the gig from the main stage taking it up top into the little the small room near the smoking area up in Metro City and uh, we, we just had a chat with the DJs and they're like yeah just like no one no one wants to come out in Perth when it's wet and uh, Louise and I just looked at each other and we're like yeah yeah that's definitely definitely it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, well thanks for having us see you man <laughs> We, uh, yeah, we bowed. We got out of there pretty quick. Yeah, what, what year was that? Oh, it was this year, yeah. Oh, so, this year. Oh, fuck, yeah. Does, yeah. Guy, does Guy still drive? Yeah. He still has that yeah, he's still driver. The, the driving, um, yeah, yeah, driving cool. business. I've always considered working for him. It sounds like a pretty cruisy job. Mm. Yeah, he's he was one of my favourite people at TAFE. Oh, man. Was, was Gus. You just pull you in there and, like, go, let's just play the drums for 20 minutes. Yeah. You have two kids set up, you just go for it. Yeah. Well, his, his lessons were just, like, these really positive talks about all the cool shit that happens in the industry yeah but but also he was a real like um he just inspired you yeah like he was like the, the one of his other lines was um the the line between obscurity and fame i'm sure you've heard that is yeah. really blurred like you could be yeah it, it, it all could change so quickly and then there's there really is no divide we're all kind of doing the same shit like it- yeah, as as you're talking about it, I'm just thinking about who I would have seen at TAFE in those days. And you talk, you're talking about the guys from Birds of Tokyo. You're talking about, yeah. you know, I'm sure I'm sure there's that many people that've been on your podcast and done done a talking here that would have worked with Gus at, you know, at some mm. point. Yeah, so uh, really cool. I know like Malcolm from um, Sleepy Jackson is really tight with him. It's just like, yeah, you know, Gus is as much of you know a part of this industry as any of us musicians. Yeah, you know? just zero ego. Like if he sees you, he's fucking coming straight up to you. He's like, mate, let's go grab a cup of tea because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. drink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's grab a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Oh, gas, that sounds great, man. He, he used to tell me about his heart attacks. 
like just oh just him and his brother suffered yeah uh, Phil yeah 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 and um, just yeah that that kind of made him quit the whole smoking yeah smoking and uh, yeah, rock yeah. and roll yeah. oh he still rocks out there's no doubt about that yeah 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 are you wearing earplugs because I always forget and uh, he's always he's always on me about that one I fuck I really should yeah but I don't as it is he fucked us the other night <laughs> Did you go the way? Uh, yeah, we're going to get toilet paper and shoved it in our ears. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I was like, his mate said it to us before the gig. He's like, you got to take some toilet paper with you. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, nah, I want to hear it loud. And then we maybe we got an, about an, hour a, in. an hour in, I was like, fucking give me some toilet paper. <laughs> I forgot what rock and roll was. I was electronic band too long. And you know, all they've got is like the mid-strength drinks at Subi. So you have like, oh, like really? eight drinks and you're like, you just feel sick. Is, is, that, a, is that a whole Sober like, and sick. Like a, like a drink responsibly thing that they're trying to do? Yeah, it's been in place for years. I used to work at Subi Equal and uh, that's where I started my events career and they had it They had it then. Shit. But then you could buy up at that point you could buy wine so like if you if you wanted a beer it had to be half strength if you wanted a bourbon it had to be half strength but then you could just be like oh we just give us four wines so like, no whereas now we're all full strength <laughs> so, so you had blokes that would take they'd take the full strength wine and they'd pour it into their half strength beer and create like this little full strength cocktail oh, beer and wine <laughs> yeah which uh, you know I shouldn't have told you guys like, don't go doing that at any contest kids <laughs> that's not drinking responsibly <laughs> I was like, roll, you go to the bar and you get four drinks, and you're like, I just spent almost 50 bucks, and oh, I've probably yeah. got two fucking standard drinks oh, here. Like, yeah. $10.50 oh. each. Is that, are they trying to curb the whole alcohol, like people it, just getting too drunk and rowdy? Or? It is, and like... It, it, I don't know, this takes me back to the drug thing, because it's like, if you're going to charge that much mm. for, I don't know. It's oh just, yeah, people are going to want to take pills, yeah. pop a pill and... Yeah, yeah. twenty five bucks for a pill or twenty five bucks for two half strength beers. Well, fuck you, you buying pills off. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, no surprises. I was just uh, you know, <laughs> word on the street, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, f- I find. I don't that, know. I've yeah, never bought a pill in yeah. my life. You never bought a pill in your life? Nah, no, neither have I. I've just uh, yeah, like I said, just word on the street. You know, mm. <laughs> just hanging out in the scene, keep my ear on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I like to know what's going on. I mean, I don't know, man. I think the more the the less you treat people like responsible adults, the more they're going to act gonna like play children. Out, yeah, and like it's just common psychology that yeah. if, you, if you if you give people responsibility and be like, look, it's up to you, then you kind of have that privilege, and then you're like, okay, cool, I, I won't be a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. But now it's like, well, fuck it. If you're going to hold my hand through every facet, you couldn't of even. Um, I'm going to go to the pub gonna, beforehand and drink six pints and get exactly, absolutely um, blotter, and then I'm going to come to your gig and fuck up all your shit. <laughs> Exactly. You couldn't even take. Uh, I bought a bottle of water and they took the lid off it. And I was like, "Oh, because I, I bought four drinks and a bottle of water." Mm. And I was like, "Would you mind? Can I take the lid so I can carry it?" And she was like, "No, nah, you're not allowed to take lids in there." Mm. And I was like, "Are people that crap that they're gonna like?" Well, you asked me what it was. Like, and I was like, "Well, it becomes a projectile." And like, if you throw it at, you know, Angus, yeah, you get a full bottle of water. I was there. like, "Really? That's what we've come to." I can't have a fucking lid well, on my water bottle. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, I wasn't going to do that, but you've kind of given me the idea that well, that's what people well, do. Well, it's 0.6 of a kilo, you know? Imagine if they hit you in the head. <laughs> but that's the worst thing. It's like, obviously, people do do that. So yeah, well, it's just shit. Ben Lee got bottled. I was, yeah, I was at that. You are at that gig? Was yeah. that Southbound many years ago? Somewhere. No, it was at the Margaret River Pro thing. Yes, that's right. I played at that when I was like... Glass bottle? I was like 15 or something. Yeah, shit. like a full beer bottle. <laughs> Did he keep going? No. Nah. Oh... I think he went off and then came back on. Brave. He's a brave man. I can't remember. But yeah, it was a glass bottle. 
Yeah, it's you know that you now you know everything's in the cup. You know, it's always a plastic cup, or if you've got a, a coke bottle, they take the lid off you. So when mm. you throw it, you know all the liquid spills out, and by the time it gets to the artist, it doesn't weigh anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how that's how shit we've become. <laughs> oh, but I guess that's like that's why the Sydney lockout laws exist, and there's people just. Mm violent and stupid like yeah. it's just so crazy it's kind of pushing people out onto the street though and it's just like why isn't that worse yeah <laughs> well I agree with that it's like now you've got those drunken hooligans on the street as opposed to contained in the club yeah well, having them in the club and yeah. leaving you know all at you know different times this you know this Bubba Street Festival we tried to get people to leave uh, we had you know most of the festival shut at 9 o'clock and then the rest shut at 10 mm-hmm. to try and you know ease that traffic so not everyone was leaving at the same time yeah and then uh, uh, you, know, you have the incidences that we, you, you and I were discussing earlier about Aaron Wilson, you know, after the Wham thing, mm, yeah, and then you know the cops and the government are quick to jump onto those things and then go right. Well, because we've had these incidents where people are getting beat up at whatever hour, the best way to fix this is to shut down venues at an earlier time or have lockout laws, and mm. it's just not not the case. Yeah, I don't I don't think that is actually solving anything. No. Well, because then when you see there was, you know, at the actual Wham Festival, there's not a single incident. Mm. They reckon, like, uh, bar sales were down by like, something like 20 yeah. to 30% from the last year, even though there were more people there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think people that, you know, if there are more events on and people yeah. had more things to do mm-hmm. that are free and mm-hmm. interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. The only reason I can think of people being violent apart from being dickheads is that they're bored. bored yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think um, the more you like inject culture into those problem spots, I think that incentive to be a dickhead kind of fades away because mm-hmm. you see kids, you see old people, you see a mixture of people. And so, like... The likelihood of you wanting to do some crazy shit, like it, it naturally weeds those people out. Well, yeah, they, they go somewhere else because they're like, "Oh, this is fucking gay," and they just go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they either go that's fucking gay, and they go somewhere else, or they go, "Wow, I can't believe I'm actually a part of this culture. This is amazing." It was actually yeah. Aram. There was an article that I'd, I'd read that he wrote about mm-hmm. that because yeah. he was saying, "Yeah, it's a terrible thing, but let's try and learn these things from it." And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... The the other upsetting thing was... Uh, I think he did an interview for Channel 7. And yeah. they kind of, they pretty much cut it up and... What about that? Did their typical... Oh, Northbridge. Northbridge is a hellhole, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, they didn't actually... Thanks, Sue. He actually went through the trouble of articulating a really good angle on the whole assault. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of... Uh, filtered down to your typical tabloid oh there's another assault the sky's falling blah 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 like and i I kind of strangely think that is self-fulfilling oh yeah do you know what i mean like the more you say shit's happening people will feel that yeah yeah, exactly well and it's all the people that don't go to things like Mm. the wham festival that believe that that kind of exactly and they kind of point you see the music festivals are the problem you see and then then they kind of have this narrow view of, of what's happening when it's not the case like i remember as a child i was uh i was scared of northbridge and that's because i would watch the news and mm. now that i've been living in northbridge for a couple of years and i don't watch tv yeah yeah i'm no longer scared of northbridge and i'm actually a part of that and mm. you, you kind of like besides these couple of instances that have you know happened yeah i like i just can't believe how much i haven't seen you know after hearing all these things after you know all those years yeah yeah it's amazing like you watch the news now and it's like there's so much focus on violence the, yeah so. you, like for every nine bad stories you'll get one, one good positive one, yeah. story about some fucking cat that was saved or something but 
it's really like shaping our way of, of how we're perceiving what like what's happening around the place. It's it's insane. Yeah, and like people, it's just fear mongering, and they want they want you to shit yourself. They want you to start, and they want you to think yeah. that you know the world's gone bad. Yeah, and they they kind of want people to just be weary of each other and not mm. just be open and trusting and just yeah. be like fear your neighbor. Mm. He could be fucking ISIS or something. I don't just know. give me <laughs> just give me my foxtail and my Netflix, man. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> you know. Just let me chill at home. Yeah, don't don't come and disturb me while I'm here sitting in my living room. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try a new thing on the podcast, What's which that? is which is a uh, we're gonna do like ten minutes of uh, Would You Rather. And I, I, I know that sounds really lame, but um, I think it's really fun. Or would you rather uh, play it or not play it? I think. <laughs> exactly. Let's start with yeah, that. Let's would, start you, with that one, yeah. would you rather play Would You Rather or not play Would You Rather at all? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather play it, but how are you feeling the words? Yes, let's give it a crack. Let's give it a crack. <laughs> Wait, do, I, do we have to come up? Have you already got the questions there, or do I have no, to? No, I've, I've got a couple. Okay. I've got a couple. But um, uh, does, does anyone need a break, first of all? Does anyone have to go to the toilet? Does anyone have to do a poo? Does anyone <laughs> no, have to... No, number twos. Have a cigarette? Does anyone want to... I might pause it here okay, just to, s- to save it. Yeah. In case it fucking crashes. We can do that. Um, and then we'll come back with a... Uh, would you rather... It, it could, it, yeah, it could go really well <laughs> or really bad. At least now if we pause it. Yeah. Then if it goes really badly, we can I'll just... edit it out. We can edit it out, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Brett and Louise. You're listening to... Mission Control. We are back. We're going to play Would You Rather. We're back. <laughs> I'll insert some uh, some crowd there. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'll throw you guys a question. I'll answer it myself yeah. after you guys. But um, I guess we'll start with Louise first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Or would you rather like, someone else went first? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Let's have Brett go first. No, no, no. I'd rather... No, okay, no, no. no cool, I, would, cool. I would rather uh, Louise go first. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. Um, would you rather nobody show up to your wedding or nobody show up to your funeral? That's an interesting mm. one. These are all very existential, by the way. <laughs> I like it. No, I guess no one show up to my funeral. Funeral? I mean, what do I care if I'm dead? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, because you're not there to experience it. You're there, but you're not really there, are you? No. Well, you might be. You might be at the back of the room. We don't know. You might be at your own funeral, going, "Where the hell is everyone?" (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I think it'd be pretty upsetting to have a wedding and no one come. I'd like a wedding should just be a big party, shouldn't it? Yeah. No. No. That. that, Yeah. There you go. And funerals are are not. They're not. They're generally not. Not not a party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh well. I would hope that people would mourn me, but maybe they can do that away from the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> do that in our own time. Yeah. yeah just that mourn me in your own time, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, what about you? Uh, well, yeah, I, I used to work in funerals, so um, I, I would I would look at the amount of people that would go to a funeral and I'd be like, you know, I guess it's kind of cool if you get like heaps of mats coming down. Mm. You kind of feel like you've you know maybe accomplished something, and I don't mean in the sense you've accomplished something uh, like you know you become successful like a massive lawyer with heaps of money, but like look at all, how many friends I've uh, I've got. Yeah, they, but, g- uh, they gave a shit about you. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I think that'd be really cool. But at the same time, I have to agree, agree with uh, Louise there, and uh, I definitely want more people at the wedding. Oh, okay. but I, I guess you're right. Like at a funeral, I mean. It's not like it's a fun time that people really want to go to it. So, but at the wedding, it's like free booze, free yeah. food. Mm. But maybe they're just there for that. Yeah, just like I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, 
cares. No one actually cares about your wedding. <laughs> free booze, and uh, I get to wear a suit for a day. <laughs> um, I would probably pick uh, nobody coming to my wedding for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've always toyed with the idea of eloping if I ever do get married anyway. Yeah. So, Which I is cool also. Yeah. Just, uh, just come back from Vegas with a wedding ring on. And you're like, whoops, whoops, your dad. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Sorry, mum and dad. Yeah. I think the implications if no one came to your funeral are a lot more weighted than... People remember that. Yeah. Like... Uh, like sure, sure Daryl was a great guy, but there was no one at his funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He must, have done <laughs> he must have pissed off a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another one. Um, we'll start with Brett this time. Would yeah. you rather World War Three or an alien invasion? Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you came to me first on this one because uh, just so happens I'm big on aliens. <laughs> He's and, mad at uh, him joking. I'm not big on war. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm very no, anti-war. And uh, in, in no way am I um, not thankful for all the, uh, the lives that we lost through war, because um, that's certainly not how mm. I feel. But I'm, I'm definitely anti-war. Um, and I'm definitely pro-alien invasion. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> that nice and simple. Yeah. Louise? Oh, we were actually talking about this last night. Cause <laughs> about an alien invasion? Yeah. Because yeah, Brett keeps showing me all these fucking alien documentaries. <laughs> Well, it's like we were first hanging out and he was showing me alien documentaries and I was like, you're a fucking weirdo. You know? <laughs> I don't believe any of this shit, but, you know, once you watch a few of them, you're like, Ugh. And last yeah. night I was home alone and the cat was like growling at the window and then just kept bailing from the room and I was like, something's oh, in the window. <laughs> something's in the house. Uh, it's uh, aliens. It's always aliens. <laughs> uh, I've gone to the point now where I have um, pretty serious dreams about um, invasions and... Uh, abductions. I also get a lot of sleep paralysis. Ah, okay. So um, there'll be aliens, you know, maybe in the room with me at the time. You know, when I'm like three foot off the bed, you know, can't move my arms. You know, it uh, gets pretty gnarly. Do you get um, sleep paralysis? Do you yeah. get that sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's happened maybe 15 times around about. Right. There's a period of time where it's happening quite regularly, but um, it hasn't happened for a while. Mm. So a, a lot of people... The aliens s- are done with me. They've had, they've had their fun. Yeah, they're done with yeah. you. Yeah, they're like... Yeah, I've this, been probed yeah. too many times now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, there, there are a lot of stories about people with uh, sleep paralysis, how they feel like something's sitting on their chest uh, yeah. is, is a very common one. The second common thing is um, you actually hear, like, wind and right. stuff in your ears or, like, a popping sound. And I, I think that's been scientifically explored as, like, when you go into your dream state, you mm. actually pass a barrier in your in, in your mind. Yeah right. And that's you kinda of crossing that barrier is that you'll get these physical anomalies like you feel wind on you or, or, or strange things like that. But then that, that leads into astral projection and all that weird stuff. But yeah. Yeah, well yeah. I have certainly felt under um, the pressure of um you know people sitting on top of me. And then there was someone sitting on you. Well like, I, I reckon I got to the point <laughs> where I could actually use, use my arms during sleep paralysis mm. and touching an energy that's like sitting on my back okay and yeah. it's absolutely shitting myself Jeez. and then uh, other times where there's been someone else in the room with me you see a figure in the corner yeah kind of swiping at you or or, or yeah being there. Or, or people say like some uh, like something's kind of standing over you yeah but you don't know what it is or it could be your imagination it could, could be, be could be my imagination it could yeah. be all the the alien documentaries I'm watching <laughs> <laughs> before I go to bed you know <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, Louise, we'll do, yeah. we'll do one with Louise. Um, would you rather have no internet or no cell phone? Uh, there's been a few periods this week. Uh, you know, Matt actually calls me the queen of telecommunications because <laughs> I, n- 
sometimes never have a phone and for a while there I didn't have the internet and so when I didn't have a phone or the internet I was just like you just have to knock on my door if you'd like to speak to me because <laughs> you actually can't contact me yeah. do you remember the days like when we didn't have cell phones where it was like yeah. <laughs> if like someone would go oh I'm going out now and that's it that like, was it. They were gone. Yeah, until they come back, you're like, oh, he could be dead. He could be fucking. I don't know. <laughs> we used to just uh, ride around the the suburb until you saw all of the bikes out the front of one house, and then you knew where your yeah. friends were. And you're like, yeah, cool. They're all there. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Should I go in? I don't know. Yeah, on the way to school, it was like the pickup route. Like people would start from like the south of Dunsborough and just like move slowly upwards through mm-hmm. all the all the streets, and you just wait out front of your bike until everyone arrived, and yeah. up you went. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I, I could survive pretty easily without the internet. I'm not really big on the internet. I don't really know how to use it. I see. Brett? Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm big on internet. I'm now in control of the, um, the little Instagram. So, Ooh. <laughs> so that's uh, my big role in the band. Someone the other day goes to me, oh, Louise, you're, you're not really good at Instagram lately. And I was like, no, no, that's not me. That ain't me. <laughs> yeah. I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> See, I don't uh, contribute a whole lot, but uh, what I do contribute is uh, plenty of Instagram photos. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of need that nowadays. Oh, no, People just want to see photos of shit all the time. Well, not I don't I don't understand it at all. I really don't understand it. They didn't have a profile pic or an about me mm. or anything, and you know, yeah. I just had to take control of that. Yeah, take mission control. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, the 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 thing with um, it's weird. Like with, with Facebook, usually uh, photos get a lot of coverage and, and likes, and it, it kind of reaches more people. But if you kind of share like an an, an event or a status, it kind of gets lost in stuff. Yeah, that's what I really don't like about Facebook now. Is that, like it's filtering a lot of mm. things that it thinks that people don't want to see. Yeah, it's like the the events thing. I, I, you know, it's like I've got three people coming to my party. Yeah, but then I put up a photo of like a you know a cat doing something stupid, mm. and they get like four hundred likes. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, is this more important than my party? You know, <laughs> my birthday, my actual birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you, cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I, I I think I would go no cell phone. And I think I would have the internet because, yeah, no internet kind of means no Netflix, no heaps of other things. No, yeah, you know. You read a good paperback. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. What's that? It's that probably with your stash of CDs. <laughs> yeah, buy a CD, buy a book. Yeah. What's a book? Yeah. What the hell is a book? You mean you can't download that? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I could totally go a day without a cell phone. Although you do feel, yeah, you ever go out without a cell phone? And you're no. like, shit, you feel like really naked? Yeah, you do. Like, oh shit, well, what if my car, bro-? like, you think of all these scenarios where you'd need a phone that have never happened before, like a breakdown or, or like you get shot or yeah, something. Yeah, right? yeah, if you don't have that. <laughs> you get shot. Yeah. So when you're out and your phone dies. Yeah. It dies on you and you're out and you're like, I'm still going to be out for another three hours. Yeah. You know, how do I manage this? <laughs> Yeah. Who, am I, what, who am I going to post to and tell them yeah. where, I'm, where I'm at and what I'm doing? I know. Light a flare or something and hope that people see it. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> yeah, I could totally go... Yeah, I could totally go without a cell phone, but I couldn't do without the internet. I think the internet's like just... I have to agree with you, yeah. Everything's going to be run on that pretty soon. You run your house on your internet, pretty much. The what? internet's powering your house. No, yeah. no, no. Is that a thing? I don't know. I think it will. Science. I think it will. Yeah. It's science. It's going to happen. Well, you know how like we have Siri and, and Cortana and all that shit on, in our phones? Yeah. I think that's just going to happen what for our houses. Is, what is Cortana? Cortana's like the, the Android Halo. Android equivalent of, oh. of oh, right. or the I've Microsoft got, equivalent. I've got a yeah. Samsung. That's an Android, right? Yeah, yeah. Samsung. Yeah, yeah. 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 
All right, she can do without her phone. Right? <laughs> she doesn't even know who's, who she's talking to. I mean, uh, imagine having like an AI for the house. Like it runs your power, it yeah. runs the washing, it runs everything, and you kind of just program it to, to washes your back. Yeah, makes you a coffee in the morning, tells you you look beautiful. Oh, yeah. that, it's like mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Wait, like on the Avengers? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that is a pretty scary thought. Yeah. I haven't seen the Avengers. Well, it's like that. He like does everything for them, but he goes evil. All right. So, was it on uh, Team America when like that's very bad intelligence <laughs> and the intelligence <laughs> is the AI for the for the the company? Or whatever. <laughs> and uh, the last one. Uh, who who wants the last one? I who, Louise can have it. Okay, Louise will have the last one. Um, would you rather know the cause of your death or the date of your death? That's a very deep one. The date of my death. The date. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen uh, Big Fish? Yes. I cried during that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I I, I wept. I, I was with... I think I was with a... I was no, kind of on like a second date. Yeah. Oh, and awkward. I just fucking lost it. Yeah. And that kind of like... Yeah, she was like, okay, this this guy's got issues. I had that. <laughs> we watched the Amy Winehouse documentary and I was like, okay, I'm going to That cry. I hear is I'm really going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, a lot of friends, yeah, say that they're... they're and no, the Winehouse one is, is quite uh, in, depressing. In Big Fish, mm-hmm. they go and see the witch, yep. and she shows them how they die. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one of the characters ends up living his whole life, you know, on the sidelines because he's because he's seen how he's going to die. He dies yeah. from a heart attack, so he won't join in the like yeah. any like he doesn't play any of the sports. He doesn't like mm-hmm. join in the fun stuff, and Boring. he he ends up dying on the toilet from a heart attack because. Yeah because he's so unfit because he hasn't participated in anything fun. Oh, and he, that is you deep. You know, he lives, he lives his entire life on the sidelines watching everyone else have fun because he's so scared of his own death. And and then he dies on the fucking toilet. And it's like <laughs> he, Here's a really interesting question, though. If if he had not been told, would he have died? Like, do you think well, a, part of that, a part of that is, like, someone telling you... Self-medicating. Yeah, it, it's like almost self-fulfilling. Like, once you're told... It's like if someone told you you were going to die in a car crash, would you never get in a car or... Yeah. ...in an aeroplane or... Mm. I think it's that kind of thing. Whereas if you knew the day, you could you could plan things out and... You could have a great time until then. Yeah. You could do anything yeah. you wanted. <laughs> Go get a heap of pills for 25 bucks. <laughs> Stop talking about drugs. I'm only joking, guys. Just jokes. <laughs> Would you? So, what about you, Brett? Would you rather know the cause or the the, the time of death? No, I'd have to agree. Definitely, um, definitely be the time. Yeah, the time. You, could, you know, like whether you can should just you know maybe go to that party that you know you are known about or yeah, or just be like I've only got six months, so I've just got to like do everything that I need to do. Yeah. Can you imagine what what would be going through your head where it's like okay today well, yeah, I'm gonna like, die. And I don't know what it's going to be from, but I know that it's today. I think it, what yeah. the fuck was that? <laughs> either way, either way, it's gonna it's gonna mess with your mind big time. It, yeah, it would. I, you just like stay in like a bunker and not move. You'd be like, no, but and then you'd have a stroke it, anyway. It'd mess with your day with your head on the actual day, but from like, the lead up, you just have to. It'd be like I've already got six days left. Yeah, so you could like, do great things. Yeah, or yeah. you could just be like shitting yourself for six days. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting yeah that is really interesting I think I'd like to know yeah the date but I, I wouldn't know I wouldn't want to know how I died because mm. I think that that's very specific I just yeah. imagine on the day though you're like I know this is the day and like you just walk around the corner you're so cautious and like someone comes around the corner you're like ah oh, Jesus like, is it, was that it oh, I'm still here I'm still here and then like bam 
Damn, something yeah, happens. Yeah, p- piano falls on your head yeah. or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is it, like, final destination, that movie? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the idea, that, like, death's inevitable, inevitable when it's kind of catching, catching up on you. Yeah. So if you kind of cheat it, yeah. it'll find a way around it to, to kind of make sure you. that... It's yeah. always going to get you. Hmm. Oh, that's one thing we can't avoid, you know, certainly not. Death. Yeah. I don't know, you guys are into technology? <laughs> Maybe well, I'll become the AI. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 they're experimenting right now with, you know, the whole transhumanism movement. Like, they're trying to save people's minds into hard drives in the hope that in the future, in a hundred years, we could resurrect a Brett yeah. in a computer. And But, like, he'll be in the computer. Yeah, but, he, but I'll be there. Would you really be there, though? That's, that's the thing. Like, this is the movie with Johnny Depp. Uh, that's transcend- yeah, yeah, transcendence. Yeah, yeah, but th- that that kind of has the same idea of like yeah. if we could put you in the computer, then you could live forever. Like, take, like, would you be alive? Yeah, if, but if is you it actually? You? Yeah, you is, is it actually is you? Just all of yeah. your traits. That you is be evil. You could be evil. You'd be evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was cool. That was the first time I've ever done that. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Do that again. Yeah. It's good. What right now? <laughs> Let's do another six ones. Yeah. Um, we we'll start making them up on the spot now. Yeah, yeah. I think it. it yeah, it, it allows you to th- think about stuff. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so disconnect coming up. It's coming up in quick. really quick. I, I remember when we first got booked for that. It was like that's going to be fucking ages, and now we're fucking next right. next week. To, uh, we'll next week, isn't it? Yeah. Is it next weekend? Yeah, well, it's not this weekend, but the next. Yeah, so it's, it's, next it's next weekend. We should rehearse tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why can we practice on Saturday at that other show we planned? Yeah. You skipped your... So if, if you play really bad, it'll be because of this podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually Matt who called it off. He was feeling a little bit tired, so... Okay. Lazy. <laughs> I actually said we're gonna we, we should have taken this opportunity to give him a hard time but um but yeah that wasn't appropriate he's such a nice guy <laughs> yeah you can't get mad bit that. sensitive bit sensitive sometimes <laughs> um you guys are on the all? the Sunday yeah on the Sunday so the festival Sunday, would have gone Friday. for two days yeah you're gonna come for the whole thing or you're gonna yeah. yeah I'm trying to um work out my work schedule I know that I've got something to do on the Friday when are you guys playing we're playing on the Friday what at time? four four or five well I'll just make sure I'm there by four o'clock <laughs> on, the, on the Friday yeah. no pressure don't worry um are you, do you have work stuff on yeah I reckon I'll be able to you know manipulate something but um that's cool but yeah I, I think I'm just really excited to go down there and just mm. see all my friends play again I'm kind of cool. like tossing up what to do like after we play like I'm, it's well, not that far from you guys got the most here. luxurious set because you get to play and then you can do whatever you want and it's like yeah we kind of get it out of the way early and then we kind of get oh, to I can't get fucked Louise up on Saturday night <laughs> behave herself otherwise you know who knows what could happen are you going to stay overnight or are you going to yeah we're trying to work out what the go is are you, where are you guys staying you we camping? still we have no idea what yeah, we're we've doing. got no yeah. idea either <laughs> I mean, like, there, there were a couple of, like, um, cottages you could rent out, but I think that was made preferential to whoever... Yeah, I went in the ballot for that, and I never got a response, so I don't think I won. Chet Faker booked them all. Did he? No. Chet. Just the one guy has, like, six, yeah. <laughs> six well, cottages. Apparently, he's got a massive band this time, which would be great to see, because uh, yeah, yeah. I'd prefer that uh, compared to his DJ set, but that's, that's well, probably... I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know electronic music, so yeah. I don't know whether it's called a DJ well, set. Well, you're in an electronic band. Well, yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning that I still, 
still don't know what to call it. There's only one guy. Yeah. Are you looking uh, looking forward to any any of the other acts? Yeah. To be honest, I'm more interested in like all the local. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah same. that's what I want to see. I'm That'd really excited for the local stuff. Yeah, tideline. Yeah, like we saw Tideline, we saw you guys at the Wham, we saw Methyl Ethel at Wham, I saw you guys at Wave Rock, I saw Methyl Ethel at Wave Rock, and it's just like, I just want to watch you guys again on a different stage and just really be a part of that. Yeah, we'll be playing at the chapel in the church, yeah. Yeah, cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll suit us. Yeah, I reckon with those sounds that you're using on the SPD, certainly some of them like kind of churchy yeah you know. gospely yeah well yeah well that's probably a better word than churchy <laughs> churchy doesn't sound cool but uh, you knew what I meant yeah. yeah yeah um I guess yeah that's that's the kind of tricky thing with these three day camping things is like do I stay for the whole thing or do I come back home and then have a shower and come back out or it's only an hour minutes. south, I think, from here. But from here, it's only 45 minutes. All oh, right, you're local. Yeah. <laughs> Fairbridge is like, yeah, my, my local. But uh, I guess for you guys up north of the river, it'll be uh, over an hour to get there. But still, pretty, not that far. Yeah, I'll look up, I think it's certainly... Um, Do we have a tent within the band? No, nah, remember, remember Mitch from Amps that night and he said we could take his big one? No. No, neither. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that. Say that. The problem is, how the hell do we get a hold of that Mitch now? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think um, I think my brother's got, like, a one-man that we can maybe squeeze in, three of us, top and tail. Sounds fun. Yeah. That's cool. You guys will be on the uh, the main stage, right? Yeah, we're on the main stage. So open, yeah! open the main stage on the Sunday. Uh, probably have, like, a couple of guys set up my drum kit for me, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what happens at festivals, right? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow, I can actually focus on playing the set. Yeah. As opposed to all this other bullshit. I remember. <laughs> like, how do I get out of the fucking venue? <laughs> I played an uh, evening on the green with um, Rain Day Women. Yeah. And I had Jake from Kuchka come over and like, hand me my cymbals. And I was thinking, what are you doing? And he's like, man, I'm here to set up your drum kit. <laughs> yeah, was like, that's oh, awesome. I was going, oh, yeah, that guy. You put that there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Yeah, yeah. I always feel bad in those situations. Like, there's like three people like setting it up, and I'm like, nah, it's okay. I'll, I guess uh, I'll, I'll do it. Do and they're it like, no, no, no. Like, we actually have to set it up, yeah, or we're yeah. gonna be overtime. <laughs> you're taking, yeah, you're taking too long, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best of those where like you you set up on the riser backstage, and they wheel, and they it, wheel it out. Oh, that's the, that's the shit. I'd want them awesome. to wheel it out when I'm on it. That'd be even better. <laughs> Just coming out, like ladies that. and gentlemen, Brad Walsh. Doing like the old rock with my hands are crossed over with sticks in the air. Just coming, wheeling out. Pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! That's rock and roll. Or electronic music. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to your, to your, uh, your faces, your drum faces. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think you've decided on an emoticon for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a semi-frown slash uh, sad face. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The frowning sad face, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah. Kind of looks like the grumpy cat. Yeah, and that's it for you guys for for the year, right? That's yeah. weird. The the whole year has just gone by. Yeah, really, really, really quickly. Because that's yeah, that's yeah. What did, what did you achieve? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. What? <laughs> we had goals. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh jeez, I don't know if it's like age or if it, if time is really speeding up. I don't know, but it just feels like, um, especially when you're in a band, you plan like when you work in this industry, you plan stuff. In years, yeah. you're like, all right, well, that 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 month is that. Five-year yeah. plan. Yeah, murders. 
At Hooters. Yeah. I actually work in a burger place. It's rude. <laughs> you're not Which flipping one? the burgers, uh, are you? Just food? Are you flipping the burgers? No, I'm not even I'm not even that high up. Oh you're not that high up. No. Yeah. No matter what you uh, no matter how true you be, you never you never get a bit flipping burgers, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Which burger place do you work in? Just not talking about me. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. We, 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 we won't disclose exactly where you work. I hope it's just burgers, so. though. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, grill's alright. Grill's alright. Grill's alright. Yeah. Oh, there's Flipside. Yeah, I can't think of any other ones in, in town. I think that's it. There's only three. That should be our new game show. Yeah. It's work out where Louise works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, next year she's moving on to uh, Mexican. It could be uh, tacos and burritos. Could be yeah. Could be, so it'd be anywhere on um, Buffalo Street. <laughs> oh yeah, we got four, four to six burrito joints now. Yeah, the battle of the burritos. Well, thanks so much for coming, guys. Thank you very much. I like. I, I never know how to end these things. It's always the most the most awkward thing. But uh, yeah, thanks for making the drive, and all the best for the rest of the year, I guess, and and riding. Writing those hits. Oh, the bangers. Yeah, the bangers, the yeah. bangers. The club bangers. Gotta write a couple of those. Yeah. Are there any new songs that you haven't recorded yet? That yeah, are pretty much finalised? That you're playing in your set? Louise finally sent me one. You know, I, she only sends them to Matt. Like, I'm not really allowed to listen, but she sent me one. And I was <laughs> you're like, not allowed to listen. No, it's like, <laughs> I only sent them to Matt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she finally, you know, going, okay, I'll show this one track. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So we're hoping to spend a bit of time on that one. Yeah, cool. In the coming month or two. Y- your, your videos are, are really well shot as well. Like, uh, do, do you have a specific um, director that uh, you work James with? James Killian. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really lovely dude. Uh, I saw the one that was on your uh, official website. I'm not sure what the, uh, the uh, yeah, title of the track was. Oh, yeah, the one for was. Don't Tell Me. Don't Shot, tell me, shot in right. a warehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. That was well, super cinematic. Yeah. It's all like one take as well, mm. which I love. That's we really we cool. only had one go at it because we only had like one, one flare. Oh, did you? So you nailed it the first go? <laughs> no, no, we did practice. Oh, sorry, we had two flares. Yeah, so we did one practice and then mm. it was like, all right. This is it. <laughs> I've always wanted to do stuff with flares, but apparently there's like a lot of regulations about flares. Oh, right? the really funny thing was when we were filming that. Um, are we going overtime? No, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we like, <laughs> like you pull the fucking thing in the flare out, and it's so fucking bright because the sun was coming down. Um, so like, hurry up, we got to do this now, or we're not going to have any light. Uh, yeah, so like just as we pulled the flare, this like helicopter came over the top. So it's like we're already we're in a warehouse that we're not allowed to be in, and we're you're setting off flares, messing around <laughs> with flares that you're not allowed to play with. <laughs> and uh, this helicopter came over the top, and. You know, the the enemy just just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, and you know everyone around me is like shitting themselves. Yeah. And then as soon as the song was done, they're like, just throw it, throw it, run, run. <laughs> and we all like, and I was like, what the fuck is it like? Serious? I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? They're like, yeah, let's yeah. run. And so they all took off and like ran down to the beach. And James is like swapping out his like memory card on the camera. Yeah. He's like, quick, take some pictures so it looks like we've just been down on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's true because um, yeah, they're, they're Bad made, ass. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they probably would the helicopter would have probably looked down and went shit. There's people dying then. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think um, SOS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was, color was the flare? 
It's red. Red, okay. Yeah. Right. We were inside the building, but yeah, the sound, the helicopter must have been right over top. It was so loud, like I couldn't hear the track anymore because it was like miming. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, oh god, I don't know. So you should rewatch it and watch the like terror in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm already freaked out because I'm pulling this fucking flare that I'm not allowed to look at. Yeah. So this is the thing. I was like, I've never seen a flare in my life, and they're like, yeah, just pull it. And then it was like, it's gonna feel really hot, but you make sure you don't look at it. You just. Yeah. Don't break eye contact with the camera. I was yeah. like, oh, God. It's amazing how bright and the amount of smoke that pops yeah. off those things. So I'm just insane. holding it out there. Just like, I'm just holding out a fire and then this helicopter's on top and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Fuck it. Those are the best videos, man, when you break the rules. <laughs> I had no idea. You know, I was, yeah. I've only been in the band a short while and uh, yeah. learning, learning new things every uh, podcast that we do. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Well, uh, all the best with your yeah, your writing and and 2016. Holy shit, we're already in 2016. Um, I'm sure it'll be a, a good year. Are you, do you have any plans to to maybe tour or yeah, is that kind of just all? Are you gonna pay for it? No, <laughs> I'd love to pay for it. Sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, I think we're putting in for a few grants um, for recording and or touring. So yeah, cool. If either of those come through, it's going to help us. But I think um, the focus is going to be a bit of writing over summer. Cool. Uh, make sure we do some, uh, get some bangers out there. And then uh, hopefully the touring will follow. Yeah, But nice. I think um, if it doesn't happen in 2016, we'll try harder. <laughs> get a job at the bakery. At the burger joint. At the burger joint. We'll, the be, burger working. Joint. we'll be working in the ways of the burger joint. <laughs> yeah. Frying chicken at KFC or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a harsh, harsh reality. Yeah. That was a depressing way to finish. Stay in school, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Even my um, would you rather's were like all about death, so I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I think people find these things interesting. You know, this, uh, <laughs> we don't even discuss these things enough. No, I think there's like a big, there's a big facade over the whole. I guess it has to be there in the way for marketing purposes, but you know, there's this pressure on musos to pretend that everything's fucking peachy all the yeah. time and it's like no oh, we're just real people nah, we're we don't just know what real the fuck's people, uh, <laughs> 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 at least I don't <laughs> yeah. yeah I just got the fire <laughs> anyway thanks guys um, where can we find some of your tracks is you're on SoundCloud, obviously. Yeah, SoundCloud. Bandcamp. Uh, we've got a website, just loop.com.au. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because uh, um, the, the video plays as part of the website. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just fallen apart last minute. <laughs> um, yeah, all the links are on there. I mean, yeah, if you'd cool. like to pay for it, you can find us on iTunes. But iTunes? Yeah. yeah. Triple J on Earth as well? Spotify and everything like that. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. You're getting some good reviews on Triple J on Earth as well. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Those guys have been good to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they should because it's good. Thanks, Sue. Thanks, Darren. No worries. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Thank you for having us. See you at Disconnect. See you at Disconnect. Yeah. You're listening to Mission Control.